right, we're back. It's been a, it's been a minute. Um, there's it's no a real good fucking minute. Four yeah. months. Four months. Yeah, because there were the two uh, episodes that we, that you and I recorded that were about like doom and gloom that I never got around to putting up because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I am now pregnant. Yes, Mike is. Uh, oh, so so it's been a lot of. It's been a lot. A lot of time. Yeah. Those two didn't get up there. Yeah. Okay. So you're pregnant. Um. I got syphilis. Oh yeah, you're the father, so I probably got syphilis too. Yeah, I probably gave I'm you syphilis. I'm a virgin, so it's I'm a little <laughs> just, confused on where I'm my cock and balls in a public urinal. Mm. So it's immaculate STD. It, yeah, I'm <laughs> it's immaculate STD. Interesting. I'm just shooting Satan's babies everywhere Aww. uncontrollably. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What can I say? I'm a I'm a virgin. <laughs> That's what virgins do, as we know. <laughs> well, I mean, incels, you know. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it's it's still unapologetic. Still Adam. Still Ryan. Still Micah. So, yeah, we're back. Um, it it feels like such a, a happy, happy distant memory where Ryan, you and I were waxing about the potential for a you know, nuclear holocaust and how it might come about. And it seemed like so, like, almost uh, easier then. It's like, oh, it'll just be over in the blink of an eye. I won't have to worry about this slog into a, the absurdism of fascism. But, you know, here we are. It's like the clarity that comes right before the, uh, you know, the guy who broke into your house shoots you right in the head. Execution <laughs> style. It's like, well, all right. All right, I guess we're here now. Well, at least uh, it's like that. Except now the guy that's breaking into our house is going to fuck us first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gotten a little bit more complicated. It feels a bit like... Um, he's actually moving in. He's, he's bringing in He's some Peter stuff. Dinklage from X-Men Days of Future Past with his porn stash and his oh, shitty nice. dialogue. He's just coming in with a gun and a, and a baseball bat. Oh, and he's saying, yeah, Hey guys, how about some non-consensual sex? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that's... Huh. That's a weird thing to think about. Getting raped by Peter Dinklage? Yes. Yes. That's what this whole situation in our country feels like. A little bit. And the funny thing, I mean, we're, we're three white guys, and we're not on the uh, <laughs> we're on the receiving end of it. You better save those sips for later, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it honestly feels like we are... So, la- not last night, um, uh, two nights ago? Alexandria yeah, Ocasio-Cortez. Um, a, an open, openly Democratic Socialist candidate won the primary in New York, I believe it was the Queensboro. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, hey, we might we might find our way out of this. Just yeah, like there might be this like tiny tiny pinhole of hope, or, or slightly more um, vulgar. It's kind of like being jerked and jerked and jerked, and then someone just takes a brick and goes wham. <laughs> you know. So that, I, I think that's. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> Did it get me the release? No. Damn. Okay, that's frustrating. Yes, exactly. It's the ultimate of uh, orgasmic denial. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And it feels a little bit like we're at that point right now. Brick blue balls. Yes. Well, B, B, B. <laughs> well, we've got a pocket pussy for you here in prison, but it's just a cinder block surrounded by angry bees. <laughs> yeah, I've done worse. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll give it a go. Yeah, it reminds me of my ex-wife. <laughs> if I can take a cloth couch. <laughs> But, no, I mean, just on top of, like, 
the past couple of weeks has been uh, the news cycle has been dominated by the, these revelations about the immigration uh, crisis, or rather the, the treatment of fucking children and toddlers being taken away from their parents because they crossed an imaginary line in the sand. Uh, yeah, that's my fucking imaginary. Line. Yeah, that's my. <laughs> yeah, that protects I my that. language, which I isn't my that. language. <laughs> that was borrowed from this one group that borrowed it from another group, which borrowed it from another group. I still really, <laughs> we won't name names, uh, not that you would ever listen to this, but like, <laughs> no, we wouldn't. Like, we're here to protect culture, our culture. It's like, what, this fucking hodgepodge of like, I know, what, if, if America, like English aristocracy plantation owners and like Irish and Italians and like Mexicans, it's like, what, what culture are you talking about? If America dumbass? like it's, vanished it's into a definitely, black it's definitely Walmart that we're protecting. Yes, we are protecting the Walmarts, uh. Now, at that point, I just hope that Iran declares war on us. Or if it engulfed itself in flames and just became a constant flaming landmass that nobody could set foot on, then we would just lose the cheeseburger. That's true. That's it. That's true. Like, our high We have contributed nothing we, but cheeseburgers and hate to the world. Like, we have to protect it. <laughs> I mean, I That's agree. That's too precious. Because I love cheeseburgers. Oh, uh, I mean, like, you could do a rodeo burger, you could do a <laughs> mushroom Swiss burger... But you could do a you have the very, pepper jack burger. So you have the Hold on. You have the variations I'm, the I'm detecting my cheeseburgers. So you have the variations on the cheeseburger, like way up here, and then like Normandy is way down here. Mm-hmm. So well, America's like, contributions are. It's like the fucking guy that you're mentioning is like if if his daughter decided to go out with a Mexican, that's like he has to take all his cheeseburgers out back and shoot him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like that's, he's unwrapping that's, a McDouble. He's crying, and it's like it's just a cinematic slow piano, like Mad World's playing as he's. It's like the advance of the Red Army on Berlin. <laughs> that said, I believe that shooting cheeseburgers they at can. people is the American dream. They can't hurt you now. Oh. I just want to load a, tea, a cheeseburger into a T-shirt gun and shoot it at the Mexicans. Oh. This is what you're missing out on. This is why you're trying to cross the border illegally. Border patrol has it all wrong. It yeah, that's what we get. But no, I mean, it, like that's <laughs> so. That's such a per like that's such a perfect image though, like of what America's becoming is either this mix of thumb people patrolling our border who are overseen by these like scrawny it's H- Spy Kids style. Yeah, did you say thumb thumbs? <laughs> yes. Oh, Spy Luke's, Kids too. Luke's thumb thumbs are coming to get us. <sighs> They're coming to take. I'm feeling kids. so uncomfortable right we're now. We're controlled by these HP. Oh love. my God, the Spy Kids were Hispanic and they were taken by thumbs. It, it was prescient. What the fuck? We live in the zone. Like Sp- what? Spy Kids called it. It's. Is it that Simpsons episode with President Trump? Yeah, a little bit. Little Our bit. future has become the Simpsons. And Spy, and Spy Kids, yeah. directed by Robert Rodriguez. We're at this point now, man. There's worse. I'm, all I'm going to say to, uh, to you, Ryan, you might know this book, but to our, you know, a dozen listeners, just go read Roadside Attraction. It'll make, or Roadside Picnic. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just go read that. It'll make, everything will make way more sense. And you'll go, oh, so we're, we're actually living in hell. Got and it. then, then go, go watch Blade Runner and ask yourself, is this really better? Right, like... <laughs> Yeah, because it's not like set in like supposed to be set in like 2020. Not the new one, but the original is like the yeah. 2020s. It's like 
it's an it's a commentary on slavery, but the actual slaves are not like real human born people, and yeah. it's like this whole you know Ridley Scott likes to jerk off about stupid shit. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a dim future where Harrison Ford plays Harrison Ford, and and yeah, that's that might honestly be better than what we got now. Seriously, at this point, it's like. Although the second one had Jared Leto, and I don't even want him in our timeline. <laughs> but think about his contribution. <laughs> we could never escape him. Think about his No, because now he's playing Morbius the Living Vampire. Damn it. Oh, Fuck. holy shit. Hot Topics are just going to kind of collapse in on itself. Oh, this weird God. Singularity it's just, I'm just going to be... Angst and consumerism. T-shirts with full prints of Jared Leto's tattooed cock on them, and the cock is reading poetry. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> hey, at this point, I'll take it. Like, like I... I will stand by my my pet theory that we we're just circling a black hole that no one knows about, and we're all just slowly losing our minds, or we're all we've all been exposed to lead. I think Facebook is the new lead. Oh, seriously, <laughs> just kind it's, of it's retards exa- all of us. <laughs> it's exacerbating the brainworms that the boomers have. Ryan's giving that one some thought. I mean, it's not. I'm wrong. just trying to think of how to get it into paint chips. <laughs> I want to be able to eat it. <laughs> paint chip you're like oh my aunt liked this <laughs> now for some reason I hate minorities <laughs> this paint chip likes minions for no good reason at all <laughs> oh that's the thing minions oh my gosh watch. we're all minions now like Minion in memes? 500 years they're gonna be like what brought about the fall of the American Empire minions like the Romans had, you know, <laughs> overextending their uh, military presence, <laughs> lack of taxation, lead in their water. And we should like, put a minion warning on this episode so no one gets triggered. <laughs> I kind of want a minion death threat now. Oh, an angry boomer? Yeah, just send a minion meme. <laughs> angry like, boomer dumping shit and shit at your doorstep <laughs> and talking shit about minions. What the hell, man? <laughs> I'm going to shut down your restaurant and you like them little yellow faggots. <laughs> like like you said, like you said uh, about how it, it would make perfect sense for the red hen to be the uh, the scene of the beginning. Uh, the red hen is our bleeding Kansas. The red hen is our ground zero. <laughs> Fucking Ryan. I was not expecting that. <laughs> and I was saying to Mike in the car on the car ride over here, it's like, my dearest Eliza, I'm proud to serve with the Chick Fil A Volunteer Rifles. <laughs> That's all our allegiance are to now. And what? there's people literally just saying, like, don't eat at Chick-fil-A if you're a friend to gay people or gay. Just, it's that simple. You can't just use the argument, but it's good, though. It's because their money literally goes to anti-LGBTQA+. Plus Did I mention that we're in the DeVos building at Grand Valley? Good. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. I right. hope someone kills Betsy DeVos with a t-shirt gun loaded with a, a, a cheeseburger. I think a dildo would be a little more fitting. On her shame week. <laughs> On her shame week, yes. We're going gonna to dredge just up all fire her. through her dusty... Zipped up vagina. Or they could load the t-shirt gun with those goop eggs. Ah, no. <laughs> Shotgun style? No, no, no. It's like a... Just like turn a, her into mashed potatoes with vagina eggs. It's like a Vietnam era uh, grenade launcher. <laughs> they should put a, a goop egg in. <laughs> China Lake the dildo right through her eye sockets. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, I hope I get arrested for that. So yeah, I can seriously. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, that's kind of the, uh, the the topic that we're going to be on about tonight, though, is you know in the wake of the immigration uh, fiasco that's un- unraveling right now, the humanitarian crisis. Let's call it what it is. Um, you know, now that the limp dick Anthony Kennedy has decided to step down after paving the way for whatever 
like I said, fascist horror show is about to come. And you have people on the left, like from the social democrats, and even then it's kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. to the left who are like, no, now is not the time to be civil, now is the time to get pissed and like start being disruptive. But then you have the right who acts like chasing a misshapen woman who's made out of silly putty out of a chicken restaurant is, you know, on par with the uh, the lunch counter uh, sit-ins. Or that you have these pearl-clutching centrists who are like, but the discourse! And it's like, you, oh, you fucking nerds are useless. You're always worthless. Because when you're dealing with literal fascists, they don't care about arguments. They don't care about meeting you in good faith. Like, I was thinking about the other day, if any, if any of us were, like, confronted, like, by a certain someone, I was like, you're a socialist. It's like, well, yeah, I, like, I answer on shit, like, without shame and just say, like, yeah. It's like, are you a Christian? Yeah, then you should be, too. Because your main guy was. Or the, or the fact is that if you tried to argue back at them and say, like, dude, what you're espousing is literal fascism, they'd go, hurr, hurr. How dare you call me a fascist? Fascism is un-American. Yeah, it is. And you're being un-American. Or like, Actually, you're being very American. <laughs> See, right? <laughs> if we really think about it. I got into an argument. <laughs> I got into an argument. See, that's better for me because I can see your face. <laughs> but the five people who listen to this after we put it up won't yeah. be able to see your face. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Speaking of which, like the whole, again, nascent rise of fascism, um, I got into an argument with someone on Twitter I think their handle is like... We're the best Jugo or Goat Jew. Um, the greatest of all time Jew. <laughs> no, their, their AVI was like a little uh, cartoon goat, so... You know. okay. um, anyway, they had a lot of like pro-Israel propaganda in their timeline. It was great. But they were quibbling with me about how um, I had like, mentioned something where I was like, yeah, I mean, these, these detention centers are effectively concentration camps in the most literal sense of the word. You're taking people... In- Concentrating them in one area where you can maintain them. The internment camps were concentration camps. The reservations were concentration camps. And in some ways, you could probably argue that they still are. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, no. I mean, when you, call, when you bring up concentration camps, it reminds people of World War II and the Holocaust. It's like, yes, that's a really that's point. A, that's like the worst example of it. But and it's a really yeah. poignant historical, like, it's a... It's, a, it's like if you're a Jewish a ghost, you should really be awakened to this. Well, Siri, I mean, it's like... Just now imagining a goat with... With a yarmulke. <laughs> like a yarmulke. And, curled and, by and the horns. curls and just... Ah, but the cloven hooves. Ah. And people said the left wasn't anti-Semitic. <laughs> um, I, was, I was in an argument with somebody... Well, no, no, I was agreeing with somebody I was describing, again, the whole point of Christianity, these people that are on the religious right and how fucking backwards that is. And I was trying to describe the fact that Jesus was a socialist and that he was not some rich fuck. And that he was... <laughs> Jesus was not a rich fuck. Put that on a bumper sticker and sell it. Huh. He, I bet, I, that's I the next Guy Fieri catchphrase. You mark my words. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus wasn't a rich fuck. Put that on a flip-flop. <laughs> At, at this point, everything, <laughs> nothing makes sense and everything makes sense. It, it just, um, whatever. <laughs> and me being the very nearly anarchistic person I am, and you know, you, you don't associate me with anti-Semitism, the words that fell out of my mouth <laughs> were, 
He wasn't some rich fuck. He was a carpenter Jew. Not Jewish carpenter. He was a carpenter Jew. <laughs> and Which made me think that that's like ants and that there are fire Jews. <laughs> huh. Everything changed when the fire Jews attacked. <laughs> the fire Jews. Uh, army Jews. You got your... your queen Jew. Your <laughs> the queen Jew. Uh, no. Yeah, so yeah, I, I was like... Hold on, let me rephrase that. <laughs> it's like you can't bring that back. You're just no, not yeah. walking that one back. Although, like, if if you're able to like take a step back and realize like what you're trying to say, it yeah, it's yes, he was a working class Jewish person who was very concerned about the well being of the lowest of the low. Yep. And yeah, I don't really see how you can square that circle when it comes to people like fucking Mike Huckabee or like uh, what's his name, Joel Osteen. Yeah. Like you, you just can't, you cannot reconcile those two things. It's just not possible unless you're viewing it through the weird lens of like American Calvinism, where it's like, oh, you're rich. Well, then Jesus must love you. I just, I wish I could be there when Joel Osteen makes it to hell. <laughs> I wish I could see his face. <laughs> Mike and Mike are takes his wig off. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's like, oh god, I can fuck that. <laughs> With his massive Dante's Inferno pierced furry cock. <laughs> we will let Angela. Still but hey, agony. Hey, yeah, right. Remember, Micah, that's not being civil. And right now, the way to fight the potential uh, death of millions of innocent people is be nice to them. I'm gonna pull your teeth out with pliers. <laughs> Yeah, uh, speaking of, like, you know, people are bringing up, like, oh, you shouldn't be confrontational with uh, Sarah Sanders. Even Bernie Sanders was like, you shouldn't be confrontational with her. It's like, why not? Why not? This is a woman who is, at the very least, uh, being the spokesperson for a proto-fascist administration. Yep. Why shouldn't you shame her? Why shouldn't you chase uh, Nielsen out of a restaurant yelling shame at her, who is overseeing the internment of innocent people who are just trying to escape whatever hellish situation they're coming from. Yeah, they're not bringing gang violence or escaping gang violence. Seriously, that we separating them from their kids, you're creating gang violence exactly. because kids join gangs because their families are broken. And what are you doing? Breaking the fucking families. It's not that difficult. Or even like a Stephen... But they got a free meal out of it. I never went to algebra. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or even like a going after Stephen Miller, which, as a side note for anyone listening, um, when there was a whole like, hey, here's Stephen Miller's cell phone number. Do with it as you will. I'm kind of glad that I held back on that because he's the sniveling little reptile person who would just hand all those numbers off to the FBI and be like, they're being mean to me. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that there are things that I didn't say to him that were on record. <laughs> I just think that we should line up a bunch of beautiful plus-size women in D.C., and when Sarah Sanders leaves any place, they should all fat-shame her. <laughs> I mean, I, like, honestly, I'm not usually one to go after like you know looks or anything like that because I think it's a low blow, but... Yeah. When you're an ugly person on the inside and the outside, it's just <laughs> too easy. It's like it's like someone is grabbing her by the double chain and pulling down. That's what she <laughs> looks like. She's melting. The DC she is. heat the DC heat is not good for her. They call her heat miser. Whatever they touch. 
He's too much. Ah, my gosh. Um, or even like, you, <laughs> or you get the argument from the right that's like, oh, well, you can kick her out of a restaurant, but you expect us to bake a, a gay wedding cake? It's like, okay. Let's let's run through this real quick. What the gay people are doing, it affects just them. Yep. Like personal, it's completely personal actions. It's harmless. And what about their agenda? <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but feel that. I still haven't seen that agenda yet. I know. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to pad. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to put it in my Dropbox. <laughs> just a clipboard. There's <laughs> the the gay Google Drive. <laughs> the where, gay globalist. Where do I find Gaggle. such a thing? The Gaggle Drive, it's it's out there somewhere along with Hillary's fucking emails, (laughs) which are all so gay. (laughs) Alex Jones, Summer's like, I I have the sun urge to listen to uh, uh, Culture Club. (laughs) Somebody bring me a cock to suck. (laughs) But but it's like, okay. I really want to go dance in the Blue Oyster Club. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. Somebody give me some roller skates and booty shorts. <laughs> now that would be a sight to see. <laughs> Angrier, redder, and gayer. <laughs> <laughs> He's just yelling out there on the floor. <laughs> I'm angrier, redder, and gayer. They put chemicals in my water. <laughs> now I'm gay. And now I want butthole in my face. <laughs> hey, that's the only ethical consumption under capitalism. <laughs> butthole. Ass, yes. <laughs> Ass, he says, matter of fact. <laughs> it's free trade. <laughs> it's fair trade. Fair trade. Yeah, it's free and fair trade. Right. I'm just going to discuss your technique there, man. I don't think you want to slurp out of the booty hole. <laughs> I've never eaten ass before. <laughs> <laughs> Neither have I. I'm just saying it's probably I mean, a bad idea. Adam? No. <laughs> no. We're all waiting. You don't and deny then, for some reason, I, my eyes locked on licorice, so then that was just a weird association to pair up with. Stomach ulcers, bronchitis, viral infections. <laughs> I and only like red vines in my ass. <laughs> Ooh, no, Twizzlers all the way, man. Oh, yeah. like the, no, but could you imagine, you know, with the red vines, you peel it apart, so then it's like this little, like, I don't know, like seven-pronged little thing. Like a butterpuss? Yeah. Well, it's like the nose of a, a star nose mole just coming out of there. I want you to get them pull and peel Twizzlers, braid them, and then stick them in my butt. Well, it kind of looks like you took like a sugary cat of nine tails and shoved it up someone's ass handle first. Oof. Anyway, back on track. That's how Candy <laughs> Jesus was was passed. <laughs> the candy passion of the Candy Christ. Oh, damn. Man, this is a real bummer of a Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, in fucking June. Uh, uh, Willy Wonka is a born again Christian, I see. <laughs> Shutting pixie sticks up older boys' asses. <laughs> Everything's going up asses now. Wonka, we're going to have to close you down. <laughs> we're just going to move you to the next town over. It's fine. Yeah, it's cool. I got a golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> got really dark really fast. <laughs> That's what Tim Burton really wanted to make. <laughs> Can I torture children on screen? No. <laughs> that's not what, this, that's not what the story is about. Dream spider. 
But the issue, okay, so the issue that, that comes up, though, is, you know, it's the argument of, like, oh, you have to be civil, you can't be disruptive, you just have to engage them either in debate or you have to be, like, you have to write, you know, a thousand fucking op-eds in the Washington Post about how these people, they, do they not have decency? I don't know. Do they not have decency? I don't know. Do they? It's just this, this bizarre echo chamber, echo chamber of centrist oh. circle jerking about the norms and the discourse. And it's like, this isn't helpful. This, trying a trying to meet these people with good faith, they're just going to shut you down. Because if you try to challenge them, they'll either bring up something that you did in the past. They'll try to deflect it and say like, you know, they'll just engage in a, well, what about this? Well, this was actually Obama's policy. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, everything goes back to Obama because they don't like him. Right. Because he's black. Yeah. Or they'll just deny it. Yep. Or minimize it in some way. Like, oh, it's not that bad. Or, you know, this isn't really going on. It's fake news or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I don't know if you guys had heard about the... Maryland shooting? Yeah. Yeah, the shooting in Maryland. Um, you know, really tragic. And again, this is, you know... So this is what happens. When leftists get pissed, we like set a limo on fire and you know ransack a Starbucks. When a, and that's like a group that does that much damage. That's a group of pissed off like late teen, early 20 year olds who could do way more. And that's like, it's very localized. Mm-hmm. And the right and the center are like, you know, they're, they're expecting, you know, fucking, uh, how were the kids um, during the, the Chinese Revolution, the Red Guards? Mm-hmm. Like, hauling them out of their nursing home and forcing them to kneel on a bed of nails and recite, you know, the little red book or some shit. They think that's what's going to happen. All it takes is one fucking crazy asshole who is convinced that there's this vast conspiracy to go off and kill, like, what was it, five people? Four, as far as I heard, but maybe five. Four, maybe five. And that's the problem. You try to argue civility with that, and they just won't have it. They'll laugh at you for trying to engage in a civil debate. Or they'll just keep moving goalposts, or they'll try to pop up this or that, and you will never actually get anywhere. The only way you can affect change is by being disruptive. It's by barricading ice. It's by protesting. It's by, you know, making your voice fucking heard. And a lot of people doing it all at once and saying, hey, listen, this is important, and it needs to stop. What we need is a satellite that can use radiation to sterilize the South. But the problem is it's not even, it's not even like the South in a, in a way. It's all over. And yeah. yeah, I mean, you get the, you get your it's usual. It's all the fucking moderates. It's the moderate, I mean, <clears throat> Martin Luther King Jr. wasn't exactly, was not wrong when he said uh, the white moderate is not an ally. In fact, he's ultimately an enemy in a way, which is totally true. I mean, every suburban wine mom that voted for Hillary, if there was an actual, like, militant left presence that was openly in the streets engaging in pitch combat with police and troops they would go flocking to someone who could literally be saying the 14 words and saying well he seems like a nice boy I mean at least he's not fighting the police exactly exactly it's all about the aesthetic with these people yep and it's all about the aesthetic with America oh absolutely it's yeah that's the other thing too is like when people are like this is not the America I know it's like the America you know is cheeseburgers and reality TV, you dumb fuck. Yeah, it doesn't all this, even like, exist. The America you know is fucking Hamilton. Like, I'm sorry, that's that's what you think it is. You think the founding fathers... Fa- <laughs> founding fathers. Founding fathers. You think the founding fathers were these, like, like super, like, 
there were these enlightened philosophers who were willing to risk it all. It's like they were aristocracy. Don't give me that bullshit. They just wanted to be their own aristocracy. Hell yeah. Yep, just, just watch Killing Them Softly. The last quote by Brad Pitt in that movie is gold. All right. It's something to the effect of... Uh, I don't want to try to reenact it because I'm like a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Obama's giving a speech on the TV. He's like, oh, we're part of a community. And Brad Pitt's trying to get his pay for killing the mob bosses and all that shit. And he basically goes and says, sure, Jefferson's an American saint, in quotes. He's like, but he was just a rich wine snob who wanted to fuck his slave girl. And he wrote the words, all men are created equal, but he didn't believe that because he allowed his own children to live in slavery. Yeah. He goes, he's wrote some words, roused the rebel, they went out and died for those words, while well, he sat back, drank his wine, and fucked his slave girl. Yeah, man. Like, he's like, this This is not a community, America's just a business. Oh, absolutely. This is kind of paraphrasing, but it's... it's no, just that's, that's completely beautiful. right, though. It's just the idea of, I want to be on top of the pile. Like, yeah, the, the, the American Revolution did start as a... I would argue as a kind of grassroots, as best as it could be described, a grassroots populist uprising. And then it was hijacked as like, oh shit, we could become our own nobility and we won't actually be nobility. It'll be something different. Yeah, it'll just be kind of like it, where it's more equal opportunity aristocracy. Totally. Which, I mean, that's all, I mean, that's, that winds up being what neoliberalism even is anyway, with like the whole like, we need more gay CEOs. It's like, we don't need CEOs, period. Yep. Like, it... <laughs> well, Peter Thiel. Now I'm imagining just a CEO, just, you know. An assless chaps. <laughs> Today's meeting. I, I I'm going to put my ass on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Striving to maintain that uh, professionalism. (laughs) (laughs) That's not offensive at all. Yeah, right. Not even a bit. Yeah, but again, that's the other thing, too. It's like, you know, we could make jokes like that, but we're also, like, the first to to say no. The whole, like, you're going to bake a fucking cake if I have to watch over you with a machine gun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, make that cake. single shell in that bed you can kiss your fucking family goodbye yeah you make that cake and you make it in the shape of a goddamn swastika <laughs> <laughs> huh it's uh you know that's for Ernst Rome. it's ironic or Milo Yiannopoulos <laughs> <laughs> make it in the shape of a swastika made out of made out of dicks <laughs> Milo likes dicks <laughs> you know on the topic though of you know holding the uh homophobic baker hostage there is a huge issue with militancy though yeah like you know people again people are freaking out about people marching in grand rapids today the uh, there was a big protest uh, with the kent county commission to cease and desist collaborating with ice um there have been other protests there are going to be more protests this weekend hopefully mm-hmm. uh, against ice i'm willing to bet it'll just continue into the you know, into the not so distant future, hopefully, or people will just get burnt out and stop and, you know. I'm pretty tired. Yeah. There's some kind of a constant thing, though. There's some cool shit to watch on Netflix, yeah, you know. Tired all the time. I don't watch that 13 Reasons Why, because I don't understand why kids kill themselves. I yeah. haven't, I haven't uh, watched yeah, The right. Office in uh, two months, so I think you should go do the app. I literally watch <laughs> The Office every night. <laughs> and I, I only know, like, two quotes. 
I mean, it could be worse. He could know more quotes. Yeah, I could quote in the entire. If you can quote anything past season five, you you stuck with the show too long. Mm. Oh, wow. I wouldn't know. Bold take. It's Here, true. Here's my hot take. The Office is just friends for millennials. There you go. Disagree. Disagree? Disagree. I'm, I'm arguing from complete ignorance. Parks and Rec <laughs> is the office for millennials. <laughs> oh, okay. Whoa. It's huh. still good. Parks and Rec is still really good. I'll say that. All right, fair enough. As long as you're not talking about any Aaron Sorkin shit, then we're fine. How I Met Your Mother is friends for millennials. Oh, okay. Yes, I will definitely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. fuck that show. <laughs> Which one? Friends or How I Met Your Mother? Both of them. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I tried I to watch Friends for like... For nostalgia's sake, because my parents always watched it. Should have watched Friends, and then as soon as Ross pops up, you're like, "Oh God, damn it!" <laughs> I just found them all so fucking grating. Yeah, and they're like, annoying this is, as fuck. These people would be like the first I'd send off to the Google. <laughs> it's like watching real Rob from that Rob Schneider show about his real life or whatever, and he's just oh, rich and an asshole, and everybody else in the world is an asshole. What? Fucking. Uh, Aaron from the Game Grumps watched two episodes and he was talking about like this show isn't for anybody because everyone in the show is a fucking asshole. That's the bougie, bougiest bullshit I've ever heard of. Yeah, oh fucking Rob gosh. Schneider isn't funny at all and he made a show about himself called Real Rob. I watched an episode. I did. I saw it on Netflix and I was like, hey, maybe this is the time where he's good. <laughs> because I have that little bit of me that's totally retarded. And <laughs> I clicked play on Netflix and I was like, this is the I got through like the, the the cold open, and I was like, okay, so we're off to a rocky start. <laughs> and then it was just more of Rob Schneider doing his. I don't know, maybe sort of, maybe a little bit. I don't know, assholes. <laughs> oh yeah, he should probably get punched in the face sometime. Yeah, but because he's an anti-vaxxer moron. Oh boy, yeah, even more so. I'm just gonna have a flu shot. I'll I'll be fine. Yeah, give him autism, he'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the craftiest of assassins. Ah, you gave me autism. We didn't. <laughs> that shit's been there quite a while, Rob. <laughs> you know, the other thing I do want to bring up, uh, though, too, <laughs> with the whole, like, centrist thing, is you've had an entire generation of people raised on fucking, like, South Park politics of, like, well, they both suck. It's Nothing like, matters. It's like, yeah, one side definitely does suck, though, like... Yeah. One really sucks. One sucks a little. Yeah. Here, okay, here's the argument. <laughs> you don't equate them, though. Like, you know, the, there's neo-Nazis and then there's, you know, social justice warriors. Let's put these on the table. Social justice warrior is essentially a super earnest <laughs> college kid who's just been introduced to things like social justice. And it's the... Mm-hmm. Moniker, mm-hmm. you know they're they're arguing from a place of good faith, if not maybe taking it a maybe a little, little zealous, little far, yeah, yeah. a little but too passionate. Their heart's in the right place. Just yeah, that's coming from the right ideas. Yeah, about you know respecting persons and you know you should yeah yeah it's again from a good place. <laughs> then you have the Nazis, and I don't really know how else to spell that out for you. They're the, fucking Nazis. Like that should just kind of be the they're Nazis. They're just some college kids. <laughs> come from a good place. They like their polos and their tiki torches. They come from ass rape, Kentucky. <laughs> That's the thing, though, man. They don't. They're they're like the, the upper middle class kids, because their dad's like a skidoo dealership owner, and that if the revolution ever comes, you know, dad's business is gonna get ransacked and the skidoos will get redistributed. I no, think, <laughs> so far, we've already that would be kind of awesome. <laughs> Everyone gets free skidoo. This is the best. 
<laughs> ah, so this is the socialist revolution. I can really be on board. That'll be Vermin Supreme's pledge next time for the presidential election. This is how we build Born our from navy. The ski dudes. <laughs> Back the fuck off, Trotsky. I'm building up. Every American gets a ski do in the Coast Guard. It's like, oh god, fuck. Now I'm just. <laughs> No, you're the Coast Guard's wrangling them all. Now you're all the Coast Guard. <laughs> yeah, see? You all get a ski doo in an orange vest. Now I'm imagining it's like a work some guy. It's a work. your grandkids. Some guy on a ski doo, like with a man bun and a ukulele strapped to his back, is invading a. It's know. a man bun with a fedora on it. You know, it's a workers' militia. But with ski doos. I, I like this I am idea. down for that, man. This sounds awesome. I'm going to go save drowning sharks. You keep trying that, buddy. <laughs> Warfare would be radical. I mean, that'd be kind of a cool tactic. Just like buzz up on a ski doo and then... You know what? Then, then everything is Far Cry. You get everyone like little wakeboards and they can like wakeboard onto the beach. You know, <laughs> man, this remake and is die. <laughs> hey, hey, this remake of Saving Private Ryan is gonna be, it's gonna be real sick good. with four Ks. <laughs> then once they reach land, they have a skateboard. There you a go. A longboard. Oh even. yeah. A longboard and a backpack. It's too small. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bruh, earn this, man. I got a Pokemon backpack because I'm ironic. <laughs> <laughs> um, on SJWs, we've already talked about this person before, but I'd like to add to that the argument from before. Mm. Anita Sarkeesian. Okay. As you're not going to go all boogie, right? No. Okay, good. Boogie was actually pretty cool with her. Really? Because I, I heard that after. pretty shitty. No, it went, it went a lot better than everybody says it was. It's oh, because okay. people like to be mean to him because he's fat. Um, <clears throat> Although he did, uh, he did unironically say that, like, the right has funny memes, and that makes him like slightly better than the the left because the left just yells at him. It's like, yeah, dude. he's yeah, he he's a little. This I whole mean, divorce thing has really fucked him up. He was married. Yeah, you for a good while. You can't blame a meme lord. Born <laughs> a meme lord. Anita Sarkeesian has her heart in the right place. I think. Yeah, that's what we're saying with the SJWs. And I, as much as I hate her. And how overboard she is. And she is the best of both worlds because she's a Nazi on top of being an SJW. She's very much, your goals don't align with mine. Fucking die, man, pig. Well, and I it's think like, it's just the whole getting hung up over fucking video games. Like, well, yeah, it's, it's like you can have a good heart and still be a cunt. <laughs> your behavior can get in the way of your ideals. <laughs> ah, so stop Maybe. I mean, I, I, I don't think Stalin had a good heart at all. I think that he just used Lenin to prop himself up to power. That's, that, yeah, that's pretty fair. He's like, hey, I am his heir, basically. And everybody's like, hey, we liked that guy. And he's like, good, now I'm just going to kill a shitload of people. Fucking kulaks. Dumb as fuck. Got you. <laughs> Psych! <laughs> So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think. <laughs> a load of moron. I don't think that there's any. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are having fun. <laughs> I don't think there's any apologies to be made for Stalin. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, uh, he did industrialize the Soviet Union. That's pretty good. I mean, pretty necessary. Yeah, but that's also like building the pyramids. It's really cool, but you just threw years of human suffering and death at it until because it a giant mausoleum was necessary. <laughs> yeah. That's the store is green. That's all it did. Ah. I just, just green. You know, I like just, how just I... Just green. I'm, I'm starting to wonder if that's why Trump is cozying up with China is because they have a wall. 
I mean, how'd you guys do, do it? How'd you guys do it? Do you see any Mexicans over there? <laughs> I rest my case. Here's the thing, though, is the Huns were a threat. <laughs> Those guys raped. <laughs> I don't know there's about some, you. There's some people who would try to conflate the two, though. That's what sucks. It's like, yeah. No, never mind. Trump would say the Mexicans do. They're yeah, that's what exactly. I'm saying. That's, yeah. Here's but. the thing, though, is you can literally just read accounts from the Huns themselves. Or like, yeah, we rape people. We fucking rape shit. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I will give dear, you the Black Plague with my cock. Dear diary. <laughs> Which they did. Today I raped five people. The Huns turned the Black Plague into an STD. That's how formidable they were. That's impressive. Yeah. I don't see any Mexicans doing that shit. <laughs> do you think impress make, me with that, Mexicans. Do you think I can make diabetes <laughs> into an STD? <laughs> I mean, you gotta get a big white America. mustache first. I mean, at this point, fuck it, like... Dying fetus. I'm... <laughs> on the one hand, it's like, you know, I, I want things to get better. On the other hand, I just want things to just kind of collapse in on, on themselves. And I, the problem, though, is I think, you know, speaking from my position here, that I, I do have a considerable amount of privilege. I'm a white guy that's straight. That I, if I had to, I could, you know, be like, oh, yeah, I love going to church. But there are people who would suffer because they they literally cannot pass for for that. Yep. And that's the unfairness of it all. That's the one thing I don't like about accelerationists is they're like, oh, it'll, like we'll accelerate things, it'll get so shitty that a revolution will be inevitable. It's like, no, he'll wind up getting you know, again, the suburban wine moms volunteering for whatever iteration of our you know death squad will become. Some kind of armed neighborhood watch or some crazy shit like I'm that. I'm just imagining Karen from down the block having a bunch of people up against the wall and just. I mean, that's sipping how you get Chardonnay. Frau Engel. Uh, yeah. That's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's again. That's kind of probably where we're heading. And the one, the one thing that does give me hope though is that enough people, especially within our within our age group are uh, are willing to not let that happen. I just wonder if there's enough people that are complacent enough or actively would want it to happen that would let it happen. So. Yeah, I think there is. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I think there's a lot of uh, nihilistic tendencies in our society. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We as a nihilist. <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> no, I mean, you do raise a good point, though, right? <laughs> They're fucking nihilists. Is that not the best movie ever? Yeah. I mean, say what you will about <laughs> national socialists. At least they have an ethos. <laughs> Please, dude. Uh, Chinaman is not the proper nomenclature. <laughs> It's Asian American now. <laughs> I, I think that is the issue, though. That there are enough people who are just like, oh, fuck it. Like, it'll either it'll resolve itself on its own, it won't be that bad, or they just really don't care. They just Because it doesn't affect care. them on a day to day basis mm-hmm. in any not, meaningful way. Not my family. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, I mean, you know, it, I think it's kind of become a little bit like. It could be used to the point where it's you know, corny or played out, or it's like the first they came for the socialists and it's begun. Da, 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 da. 
but there is definitely still a lot of truth to that where it's mm-hmm. like yeah you can sit back for when a while when this world turns to shit who's gonna have your back eventually they're gonna come for you too because any kind of authoritarian system it will it'll, it'll weed out anybody with independent thoughts and the thing is fascism always That's... needs to have an enemy both external and internal there has to be this external threat and then people within the system who are collaborating with the external threat to bring down the country so they're always going to look for someone that they can point to and go, oh, they're part of it, even if they have nothing to do with it. Mexicans, we got the Muslims. And then from there, it's like, well, then who else? You know, it will probably if, eventually be... What a, if we degrade, like, back into, like, our... Well, it wasn't, like, colonial America. Like, <laughs> so then after that, it's like, you know, the Italians and the Irish. <laughs> and... <laughs> I mean, fuck, if everybody got a musket, I'd be pretty happy with that. <laughs> Because then you could just kill whoever you wanted, but you'd have time to calm down, and nobody can mass murder because it's a fucking musket. <laughs> it takes like thirty seconds to reload. <laughs> then, then someone like breaks in, and he's surrounded by like thirty muskets. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Last one has a bayonet, so he can run after people. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis, the vein popping out of his forehead. You all deserve this. <laughs> Is that Last Bill Heekins reference? Dude, the vein is. Ah. You all deserve this, isn't If I had ah. said, stay alive and I'll find you, that would have been the last Mohicans <laughs> reference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because he tells his, his wife, girlfriend, stay alive, and then like five minutes later he finds her. That movie's great. I've never, I haven't even watched it. It's actually really good. Oh, I'm really? making fun of it. I'm poking fun, but it's really, really good. We're having a good time. Here. I mean, there's a really um, reason why it's a classic. Yeah, yeah, you can't not like Wes Studi. Because goddamn... <laughs> West Studio is a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. All right. He I'll plays Magua. Yeah, watch it. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> It'll make you cry. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll have to look that up later. Um, anyway, where were we? So, mm. no, we live in a generation that would cry at Toy Story and not at Last of the Mohicans. Oh, seriously. <laughs> but see, I can relate kind of with Toy Story. I grew yeah. up with Toy Story. I didn't grow up with, you know, the Mohicans. Because <laughs> there was only one of them. <laughs> There's the last of one for a reason. Oh, real sensitivity hours. What's up? That's an old movie that circumvents the, the, uh, the uh, casting of white people in roles that aren't white. And Daniel Day-Lewis literally plays the adopted white son of the Mohican chief. Huh. They're like, oh, he's not a Mohican, he's just a white guy. You're like, oh, fucking thanks. Awesome. Oh, oh perfect. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. But, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys, um... I mean, so, like, before we get into any kind of, like, official... What are ways that people could organize and fight back? Or what are platforms that people could uh, you know, resist with? I just want to hear what your guys' thoughts are, like what people could and should do to try to stem the things from getting worse than they probably already are. First step is, if you see a Nazi, you beat the shit out of them. Oh, absolutely. There's that whole, like, oh, they need a platform to speak, too. No, No, they're fucking Nazis. You're not owed a platform. You're not owed an audience. Well, and, like, putting social pressure on them doesn't mean anything because they're not part of the social structure that we're a part of. Yeah, that's you, why you beat the fuck like, out of them. Like, or you chase them, like you, yeah, you like, make them alienated. We yep. cannot abide by, they don't abide by our rules. Just plain and simple. They don't. They aren't within the same system that we are. They operate on a different system. So and we th- can't do that. So I say we do, like, you know, some real undercover shit. We, 
you know, we go deep. We Ryan's become part of that society. We become part of that society. And then, you know, once we've kind of made it up the social ladder, just you go, turn them all hey, gang. guys, yeah. He <laughs> just agrees. I'm going fu- hey, to find the, I'm gonna find yeah. the, fir- the top dog, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck him. I'm going to fuck him so good that he's, he's going to change his mind. Once you got Ryan, you never go back. And then I'm coming back. I'm coming back over. And don't worry, I won't change. So you I promise. You're taking the, the concept of turning someone straight uh, to you pray the straight away camp. You're you're, you're, you're <laughs> fucking the bigotry out of them. Well, it's like if you're like yeah, if you're like a Korean dude. <laughs> if you're like a Korean dude and you get to fuck a Trump supporter, that's a win. If you're an ethnic person, you get to fuck a, a white supremacist. That's just a win for your people. You know, that's <laughs> basically what it is. I saw this I'm one. I change them with diversification. I, I don't know how um, the the veracity of this, but some this one some that sounds so that sounds really dismissive. But a black woman had tweeted that she had had sex with a white supremacist, videotaped it, and blackmailed him with it, hmm. and said, "I'll show this to your you know Aryan brothers or whatever." Fuck yes. And I was like, if that's true, that's... A, that's pretty fucking cool, but also kind of dangerous, because what's stopping him from being, you know, like a psycho, like a psychopath and attacking people? Getting his goons together and saying, oh, this person did this instead of this. And Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I do... I agree, and I think um, to build off of that is casting a wider net of, like, of being honest when it comes to people who are espousing actual fascist talking points and... Calling them on that and pursuing it. Don't let them say it. Don't let them explain themselves. Don't let them like resist and say like, "Oh no, I'm not a fascist." It's like, yes, you are. You're literally espousing these talking points and but, dogging them until they either quit or they just retreat from it. But what happens when they can just go, "Yeah, I am a fascist." So what? And that's the point where you can. And then that's when they're a Nazi and you can beat the fuck out of them. That there's that, or you just, especially with someone that's like that fancies himself close to you is just say then I want nothing to do with you mm-hmm. I mean it, it would suck especially if it's a close friend or family member but it's like there there comes a time where you do have to cut ties and be like I don't want to associate with someone who has no issue with dehuman, dehumanizing other people to, to that kind of level okay you know it. I guess just like yeah, so you don't want to deal with anything with them but probably on the flip side they probably don't want anything to do with you either and ultimately, because it's just a wildly different, you know, because people are like, oh, you can find common ground. It's like, over what? Over, like, interests? If you can't have a common fundamental worldview where you think, yes, all people, until they prove proven otherwise, are deserving of liberty, like, basic civil liberties and ultimately human dignity. And those who say, yeah, for some people. You like the Big Bang Theory? I mean, that's the thing, is like, you can say find... the white supremacist. <laughs> the white supremacist. <laughs> I like that Indian guy, he's pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah. Big Bang Theory on on Saturdays, white supremacists love it. <laughs> but that, no, I, I think that's, that's one way, like, at least in a very immediate personal way, is confronting that within your friends and family and... Dude, so you're saying the left is a cult? No, the left is saying, look, these are very clear, like, unassailable things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you can't if you can't recognize that, then I don't want to be around you. I don't want to associate with you. 
And if someone can't take a step back from their own personal convictions and go, oh, holy shit, I'm literally driving people I love away because I think that, you know, concentration camps are acceptable, then they're probably a pretty shitty person anyway. Yep. Agreed 100%. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I will be the first to also say that consumption under capitalism, no matter what's going to be unethical, so that's why, as opposed to shifting from one to the other, just say, I'm not, like, like, for example, this is a Microsoft computer. Microsoft has a contract with ICE. In the future, unless they change their, like, unless they change, I won't buy a Microsoft computer. I don't know what I'll buy, but at the same time, it's not super important. Like, you know, and I, I, I do, I don't like the idea that, like, you can't engage in boycotts because, oh, it's kind of meaningless. It's like, yeah, if it's just an individual act, but if you can get a lot of people on board and cooperating with it, that can be, that can be a big thing too. Get a yeah, message. I mean, it's yeah. something too. It is something. If you want to put in some kind of effort, it's it's a good starting point. Yeah, absolutely. It's like this is gonna be a really weird thing to relate this to. But I watch I watch a show on YouTube. Okay. Where they they. <laughs> it's it's Prison Planet. <laughs> I watch fuck my face. Um, ah, hmm. no, I don't, is that a show? I hope it is. I, I watch this show where they they feed super like increasingly hot chicken wings to celebrities and all that. They interview them. Yeah, I've seen that. Really, I love that show. I haven't watched it, but I, I've I've seen. They it. had Natalie Portman on, mm-hmm. and I've always been on the fence about her, but I guess she's a vegan, and they gave her the vegan wings and all that. And she just made a documentary about you know vegetarianism, veganism, the like. You know, industrial farming and things like that. Yeah, and yeah. She came on the show and was very honest about it. And it wasn't like, you all need to be vegan. She was like, look, you know, I think that telling people to just change their ways immediately is stupid. Because nobody, they're just going to shut off. Mm-hmm. She goes, if everybody in the world could just one day a week cut out meat, eggs, milk, whatever. Or one meal a That's week. That's cut yeah. it out. She's like, that just makes a huge difference. And she just work your way forward from there. And oh, I was like, oh, that's super respectable, and I've kind of applied that here. Is that like this this whole idea of like a boycott of some kind? Yeah, a boycott not, might not catch traction, and people we're living in the ADD generation. People are like, this isn't working, and they just give up. But you got to right. stick with you it. You have to apply some kind of long lasting. Coming from me, I don't stick with shit. And if you're really, if you're really like, you know, you're not going to start off as a great person for like, you know, organizing labor unions or organized right, political revolutions or anything like that. You're just, if you're just getting into this, that's not going to be your starting point. Your starting point is going to be the small things. It's going to be changing your daily activities. It's going to be changing your uh, daily thought processes. It's just going to be changing the, and the character of who you are. Exactly. And it's, it's getting start people, with that. And it's getting people away from this mindset of like, you know, radical individualism where it's like, oh, I can fix the things on myself, on my own. Yeah. It's like, no, you have to be part of a larger group and, of people. And so much Preferably of, people that you can actually, like, work together with and kind of account for yourselves. And so much of our media I mean, is, like, based on that radical individualism. That absolutely. one individual can change the course of history and can change the course. Superheroes so yeah, like superheroes. Like, like, all of our action movies do that. That this one single person can be such a badass to change such Bruce much. Willis single-handedly killed every Nazi with his left thumb. I mean, that's impressive. I'm not Bruce Willis, but I, I think I, I could take down half the Nazi. I would give up my hairline to be Bruce Willis. I'm going to give up my hairline anyway someday. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But if I could just trade it for Bruce Willis now, I mean, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's this understanding that you as an individual, unfortunately, don't have the power. Yeah, you're not going to change things on your epic own. Epic change to make these large shifts in. But a group of people. But a group of people can. And you can start working towards that. Absolutely. You can always start working towards Everything that. Everything else fails. We should start a petition to secede and join Canada. Yeah, that sounds pretty hard. I got pretty close. Now. I mean... Yeah, let's do it now. Yeah, Fuck it. yeah. yeah. just leave it. Fail. Let's just fucking <laughs> go to Canada. I wonder what would happen if, if things really started to go to shit and states started actually like not even just like this like move on bullshit, but actual like no, we want to leave the union and join Canada. Like, how? I wonder how that would work. Now I'm imagining like all the United States doing that, and then Canada's like. What the fuck? So we're annexing you? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be work? fine with that. I've been to Canada plenty of times and I've never had a bad experience. No, even better. We just form our own little like uh, collection of uh, Great Lakes states. Mm-hmm. I, I, for one thing, that'd be a great idea. Except for Ohio and Indiana. I just have like this those cartoonish... Yeah, Ohio is just like a fucking poop frisbee. That's all it is. It's just a giant circle of shit. You can't even throw it because it's made of poop. It crumbles in your hand. You're well, like, I was thinking, it goes all over gross. your clothes. Oh, and no. and shit. Ohio. And you, you only threw like half a turd Ohio. with grass sticking out of it. Damn it. That's oh, how yeah. bad Ohio is. I was there a couple of months ago and it was just the worst fucking. Damn it, Ohio. I've driven through Ohio. I've driven through Iowa. Ooh, and Ohio is worse. Wow. And Iowa has Steve King. Yeah. It's I. It's Ohio. <laughs> like that Iowa, affects how you drive Indiana. through it. Steve King just stare all the time, like, "Hello, <laughs> this is stupid." Fucking you know. Steve King. <laughs> fucking goddamn, he's worse than all these fucking hay bales. He's at. He's at every exit. Hello there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the guy who's literally tweeting like out and out Nazi propaganda is a, is a representative of in the United States. This is cool. I'm just totally having like normal. this. This cartoonish worry that we'd go to Canada and then they've got something fucked up, like pedophilia is legal or some shit, you know? <laughs> You'd be like, oh, what, what, what did we just trade what for? Did sign up for? Well, this, I listened to this one episode of Citations Needed where they talked about that, where, um, you know, Canada does have this this very positive PR, like, oh, we're super progressive, and it's like, nah, they still have a lot of baggage, though. Like, it's better than the United States, but that's kind of it's setting still a, a Western civilization. It's a low bar to clear. Yeah. Like, it's the end of The Man in the High Castle where Philip K. Dick's like, yeah, saying you're better than Nazis is... That's like saying, well, I don't beat... I don't rape people, but I do beat my children. It's like... I'm not racist, but... Yeah. But basically. That, that, is, that is the United States in a nutshell. I'm not racist, but... Yeah, it's gotta be something... That's Grand Rapids. I, I got a black friend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I used to think the Grand Rapids was a decently progressive city. Then I went to San Francisco. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this shit's cool. And then yeah, even then, sucks. San Francisco is still, it's like, a lot of homeless people here, guys. You got a lot of empty houses. Yeah, Probably. but it's so expensive. Yeah, I but know, I, that's why you, and I can make okay. money, Jimmer. Okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge this one a little bit, not entirely. Yeah. Drive into San Francisco from outside of San Francisco, from south of San Francisco. As you're heading north into the Bay Area, there is a huge hill, massive, covered in housing. Okay. But there's no roads. There's no sidewalks. The whole hill is just houses wall to wall. That's front to back. That sounds like a fire hazard. It sounds like Brazil is what it sounds like. Sprawls just drive Like, is this the scene from that Edward Norton Hulk movie where he's (laughs) South America? (laughs) 
But I mean, that's that's a whole episode unto itself talking about housing and how like the idea of each you know each family or each person even needs like their own individual like oh we're just gonna have this one building designated for like a few people like that's so insanely wasteful. But anyway. Yeah, I will. I do agree. But like, it's my dream. Yes, I need my McMansion in the suburbs. Which we should to validate myself. We should work on colonizing Mars, not with Trump's fucking space force. And this is the one and time where not, I'd be like, I want to join not, the space no. marines. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> the one thing where I really agree with Elon Musk. Oh, don't. Where he said that we could be in, on Mars in twenty years, and just people have to be willing to die. Which is so fucked up. It's like we. I will push back against that and say the issue though is we have our own problems here to address right now yeah and it's ultimately it's because of i don't people. think that he was calling for people to just die for him well it's, no, it's not even it's just the dying thing I'm, i mean if you want to sacrifice yourself for something like that for like space exploration cool but it's just going to be setting up another elitist uh um, yeah it's going to be hierarchical it's, yeah you go to mars and pray your like god who's, who's going who's going to mars a lot of <laughs> who really is your smart god people mickey mouse yeah, basically. And that's that's all it's going to really benefit is is those people. And corporations always corporations. Oh, yes. Yeah, those sweet resources getting extracted. I can't wait till I can buy an asteroid. Yo, uh, that's my asteroid. I love that whole thing where you can pay to name a star after somebody. That's like, that star doesn't know what the fuck you just did. That doesn't I'm just imagining a star like sitting anything. there and it's like, ding, ding. My name fucking dick munch. <laughs> I guess I'm shit dick underscore 69 underscore X now. God damn <laughs> Fuck. I hate usernames. <laughs> <laughs> My password is 69 LOL. <laughs> Seven, because it has to have a I'm, number. I'm going supernova. <laughs> <laughs> they won't know for 400 million years. <laughs> They'll get but the that's message. a joke will be on them. <laughs> After they've all wiped themselves out. <laughs> 69 LOL, no. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. It's a tragic day we lost shit dick X69. <laughs> May he rest in peace. But it's shit dick 69. The X is silent. Ah. But we have a good we have good news. In his place is replaced a black hole. What shall we name it? <laughs> The center of our galaxy, the black hole. Sagittarius A prime? No, oh, Magic Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm trying to think of anything. I like. Like I said, the you know, protesting is good. Being disrupted is good. At this point, though, I think the other thing that we need to understand is we need to start pushing candidates left. I mean that's that's essentially what happened with the Tea Party. That of them. That's what the Tea Party did with the Republican Party is you had this insurgent force that was basically like, look, we'll either push you guys right or we'll make our own thing. And the Republicans were like, you savvy. Decide. They're savvy enough to incorporate the Tea Party's insanity into their. Yeah, the left needs to needs to get its shit together. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, on, fucked Bernie. On One, yeah. Yes. It, it, it really needs to get its shit together on amassing some actual political power. Yeah, I mean, the DSA needs it to has. become like the Tea Party for the left, where it's pushing candidates and saying, look, we want the, we want to have every candidate... Like these qualities, or get out. Basically, like, if it's, not, if it's not Cortez, it's not Sanders, then we don't want it. It has dick all for structural power. That's, and that, and it's because the fundamental issue with the left is... The right can have these beneficiaries who will dump shitloads of money into it. 
see, I don't agree with that. I think I think the left has plenty of people that will be willing to back them. Enough right. corporations like media. Media is incredibly left. But even then, it isn't though. I, I mean, think it is. I think it is. It's by not. today's standards, it is. But the thing is, it isn't because it's still going to be corporations that you're not going to hear CNN or MSNBC talking poorly about yeah. the, the very idea of corporations existing. I'm talking about where they're putting money into it, though. Where they're putting their money. I think, I think if you look into the numbers, you'll find that media is a lot more liberal. Oh, it's more liberal, and I think you could, you could push it. Mm-hmm. Um, or even then, we where could... A majority of stations are actually criticizing Trump for shit that he does, and you only had Fox News criticizing Obama. Well, I think you could even... You know, I think the the big thing too is decentralization, where you're looking at a collection of outlets that are all saying roughly the same thing, espousing the same view, pushing candidates to adopt that left position. Mm-hmm. You know, things like uh, I mean, right at the top of my head, The Intercept, uh, a bunch of actually serious podcasts, <laughs> and you um, have you have these smaller centers of power, but there's a lot of them as opposed to just one big monolithic structure that's clamoring for it. And I mean, now there's no reason that you couldn't reach out and create a network of these smaller things. It's not binding, it's not corporate, it's not a network in the traditional sense, it's an actual collaborative effort of sharing messages. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happened before in the 60s, late 60s and early 70s with the underground press. Yeah, There's absolutely no reason it couldn't happen again. It should it'd be even happen easy. with, yeah, easier and greater even force. Easier. Um, and I think part of it, too, is just there has to be way less infighting. Oh, yeah, the infighting is terrible. Uh, the, this, uh, how splintered it is. I mean, the left has always been, like, the right can just focus in and be like, oh, these are things we want to get done. Like, we don't care how it happens, but we, we want to get racism institutionalized. Basically, it's... And they did. We want to roll well, back to the 50s, and the left is like, well, we want to get these things done, but how do we get there? It's who, like, who institutes it? And then someone will try and do it, and, you know... Black Lives Matter will say that there's not enough um, people of color representation in it, and, and and I'm not saying that's wrong, but there's just a there's a splintering of it within it that there's so many people who want so many different things that when you try and focus in there's on too it, many goals, they, yeah, they just don't agree on how to do it and, and they destroy themselves. It doesn't make any of the goals any less valid. Mm-hmm. However, it's it just makes it harder to attain them. Yeah, no the one, the one. Upside though is the night or the, within twenty four hours of Cortez winning, uh, DSA membership shot up by a thousand. So, I mean that could become kind of a lightning rod where it's drawing people in. You know, it's not as it's not as unwieldy. It's easier to kind of you know wrap your head around this platform of you know workers owning the means of production. Eventually, Medicare for all. You know these these really simple things that you can just reach out to and say this is what we want to accomplish. And I think, especially in our generation, I can see more people being attracted to that and ultimately pushing the Democrat, Democratic Party left or just kind of consuming it entirely and just replacing it as that is the new party, which that has its own issues uh, on its own because eventually when something gets that big, it'll become a bureaucratic nightmare. But hey, it's worth a shot. Things can only get worse. Yep. So we can only add more power to the electoral college. Oh yeah, <sighs> brutal. Yeah, elect. I wonder what would happen if. You know, I, 
I, I thought about that when I worked at the factory about like what would happen if you had institutions and systems that completely undermined our existing capitalist and establishment institutions like you know it's not police but it's like a community watch like the Black Panthers had uh, in the 60s and 70s where it's like we're not here to arrest people we're basically here to prevent you know violent crime literally we're here to prevent violent crime and like do kind of a mediator in conflict resolution of like okay well there's these two people arguing let's let's figure out what's going on let's try to deal with this peacefully um or you know if people like pitched in and owned a, a small plot of land and grew food on it and distributed it you know so like some kind of cooperative system or something like that i don't know i believe finland does that mandatory every apartment building legally has a garden roof and you have to plant something and grow it and you have to at the end of the month, you have to share it and buy it from your other, like your other. See, that's cool as hell. And that I, is, I want that shit. And the thing is, we could make that happen. We have a community garden in our our apartment complex. There's two people growing green peppers and one kid growing pot. Nice. I shit you not. Nice. Yeah, there's a bunch of sad little overgrown plots that are there, like farm me. And part of the issue is because people are so overworked and stressed. Yeah, that a lot of people don't have the time to farm. It takes a lot of effort. And even the issue too with. Something that could be technic, you know, technically it's illegal, with such a draconian system that we have that people are terrified of what could happen to them, you know, if they if they disobey, you know, it, I'm sure there, I'm sure there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be that much to to consider about like a, a city issuing an arrest warrant for people growing fucking peppers, you know, within city limits for no good reason other than it violates some. Some asinine, some ordinance, some asinine ordinance, or like, <laughs> or even especially like with the the Black Panther example I use with like the community defense, that when Reagan was the governor of California, he dropped a hard ban on open carry because it was aimed at Black Panthers because oh no the black people are deciding that the police can't help them so they should help themselves. So, but again, maybe as the country falls apart because our infrastructure is collapsing and we don't, no one wants to pay taxes that. There'll be no other, there'll be nothing left to do but to work together or get bought out by Elon Musk. So, hmm, if I get a nice paycheck, the future's bright, everyone. Well, I don't mind being a, you don't mind being a sir. I don't, I don't mind being a concubine. <laughs> it's a small, spiky mammal. <laughs> I, I shit you not, I did see a girl tweet a picture at Elon Musk. Uh, with her panties off, and I was like, all right, I, I need to log off for a while. I want you to kickstart my pussy, Elon Musk. <laughs> oh my god! Then he launches a Tesla into orbit. The best thing that he ever did tweet, though, was that Karl Marx was a capitalist. Nope. No. No, man. You're very, very wrong and stupid. Why do you have so much money? I would rather not think about it. Anyway. Paris Hilton has money. Yeah. That doesn't make you want to hang yourself. I don't know what else will. I'm surprised that doesn't make Hillary Clinton want to hang herself or any other like <laughs> beltway personalities who care about like the meritocracy. Like, well, if you're the best and the brightest, you'll rise to the top. It's like, no. The Kardashians. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. You're like, well, if you work hard enough, you'll make a bunch of money. It's like, oh, oh I post pictures of your giant fake ass on. Instagram and you can make money off of that shit. Yay, the spectacle. 
I wish I had a big old butt. Mm, that'd, that'd be starting, that'd weird man. on you. It probably would. It would be real weird. I kind of want to see it. It wouldn't make money, man. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a dick, but it would just be kind of on. Well, I mean, it could I'd make pay money for, it. for the wrong reasons. I'd pay for it. I'm already making money. Fuck you, Adam. I, okay. Ten bucks. Ten bucks is better than no bucks. Fuck no you, bucks. Adam. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll show him. <laughs> I'll take all your money with my big old butt. <laughs> You're literally whoring yourself out. <laughs> I want you to spoon extra crunchy jiff into my asshole, Ryan. I do like extra crunchy jiff. Mm. My man. That is really good. It's good shit. Yeah, I like smooth is for pussies. Smooth, smooth gets up and I stuck in my mouth. Right now, yeah. I do like smooth. I, I'm a once in a great moon, and if it's with a dessert, fine. Once in a great moon. Yes. You're you're trying to say once in a blue moon and once in a great while. That's yeah, once in a once in a fuck you, Adam. <laughs> I'm a great <laughs> moon. Eat. Smooth I had peanut smooth butter. peanut butter many moons ago. <laughs> All right. Under the red harvest moon, Ryan will spoon peanut butter into my ass hoon. <laughs> All right, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan can fuck me with a fox. Ryan can fuck me in a box. We are in a box. I mean... He's like, I only fuck Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's good practice. It is. It it's is. excellent practice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ugh. You're prolapsing their asshole and, pro- and potentially prolapsing their hatred. That's beautiful. I want to big suck your hate boner. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how we that's how we prevent <coughs> the second wave of fascism is just anal fucking. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Which nobody likes, but porn stars pretend to. <laughs> is that kind of a, a metaphor for the United States? <laughs> yeah, we, we don't really like it. But we pretend to no, like porn stars. No one like, likes it, but like. I hope some, I hope some like terrified like third year secu- like criminal justice nerd who wants to be a cop is like patrolling and hears that and is just like, what is that? I, what is that? Come, what sphincter fucking sounds like? I come hit you with my plastic gun. <laughs> Why don't you tase me? Well, anyway, I uh, yeah, I guess things are. Kind of shitty right now. We need to pack the courts. We need to abolish ICE. Probably abolish the Department of Homeland Security too. For being, we honest. need to dig up Justice Antonin Scalia, fuck him, and then put him back. You're gonna skull fuck a dead justice in the Supreme Court. He's probably still got plenty of meat on him. Oh, gross. He is. A, he is a human sausage. He is. Was. Well, he is. he's a cheeseburger. He's more like jerky now. He's like a big hot stick. Last you a while. <laughs> slap into a Slim Jim. Oh, boy. Slap, slap into a Fat Pat. Oh, boy. There's nothing slim about that, Jim. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm getting nauseous. Also, we need to take um, Trump and Pence and shove their heads in each other's asses and then spin them out to see like a Frisbee. Bury them on the ocean floor like the Decepticons. See, this is... This is <laughs> they'll rise. We'll this think is, we're done with them, but they'll rise They'll rise for the shitty sequel. See, the, the great thing about this is it's absurd Fascism enough that... Two. <laughs> the fucking... <hang. laughs> 
So. I, I did see a fun take, uh, or not fun, but a, a good take um, about how it's like, yeah, the Germans, you know, they they went to fascism because of the horrors of World War One and hyperinflation and the Great Depression and was essentially a barely functional government. You know, open street fighting. That's what led to Nazism. We're gonna get fascism because you know because we suck, basically. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, they had reasons. They at least like at bad, least they but, could. You know, at least you could point to stuff and be like, there was this, you know, this widespread suffering and da, 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 da. not good. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a more or less it a terrible natural them. reaction to getting fucked after World War One. That it was going to either go, they were going to become a a communist state or a fascist state. It was going to go one of two ways, and they yeah. picked fascism. Unfortunately for a lot of people. Yeah, but now you've got um, Merkel, who is religious and anti-gay marriage, but still was gracious when gay marriage was passed. That's how you fucking do it. I mean, and that's the thing, and I, I honestly don't know how we get out of this situation because, I mean, people do, like, yes, the, the right talks about civil war and centrist talk about civil war, and I, I would argue that we were closer to that when Obama first got elected and even when he got reelected, that there was more tension than there is now, but in a way it does feel more tense even than, than then because it feels way... There, there, there's more deeper uh, rift or... Not riffs, deeper. Um, it's just kind of coming out fishers. in like really petty ways. Yeah, and I'm I'm worried that it was kind of a chicken restaurant. Yeah, like just people just up. like just like oh Trump's fucking stupid. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. Whatever. So I guess we'll see. It's gonna be an interesting summer, I think. Anyway, we'll try to be back uh, with more regularity. If we don't get nuked. Yeah, or arrested for saying things anti-Trump. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll that be... That could be on the horizon. Or for that could be. saying firing a dildo through... No, 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 no. A goop egg. <laughs> oh, a, a goop egg. A goop vaginal egg through Betsy DeVos's big, big stupid <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> Watching her eyes. There's any, if there's anything, it's probably going to be that, but I don't know. Who knows? Uh, yeah, she'll show up and be like, that's not a nice thing to say, and then a black bag will go over my head. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just so funny is it now, funny man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're we're laughing, but I'm I'm getting slightly more paranoid. But with each passing day, where I hear like the door open in the hallway really forcefully, I'm like, they're here. <laughs> Your phone's just gonna lock up and be like, please report to station 2753 or whatever the fuck. It's They're just like, tattoo uh, a number into your forehead. <clears throat> right on the old ball bag. Anyway. <laughs> Give me 69, it would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to pick here. Damn it. Shit, his number was going to be 69. <laughs> Can I at least get 420? Yeah, Give me a 666. Anything. All right, well, I'm Adam. I'm Ryan. I'm Micah. And this has been an Unapologetic. So, we'll try to see you again next week. Maybe with some better news. Or not. Come back when and if you feel like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and do the same. 